Welcome to this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. On this edition, I will speak with undefeated junior welterweight Omar Juarez. Juarez is back in action for the second time in less than a month. This Sunday night, when he takes on Dakota Linger live on FS1. First, a few news items. ESPN is re-up commentator and former two-division world champion Andre Ward to a new uh, contract. Ward, uh, who's been on the broadcast team for a couple of years now, has done a terrific job. He does uh, he does a great job uh, breaking down the fights and analyzing things uh, for ESPN. So uh, hats off to Andre Ward, and we'll be seeing him uh, on our TV screens commentating fights for a long, long time. Uh Alexander Povetkin and Dillian White, the rematch could happen either November 14th or November November 21st. Uh, obviously, it's the rematch of a fight from a couple weeks ago where Dillian White was knocked out by Povetkin in the fifth round of their heavyweight fight. So White will look to get even. There's a, you know, questions. Two... Um, too quick for Dillian White to get back in the ring. Uh, it's only going to be uh, about two months, two and a half months, and uh, we, we shall see uh, what happens in mid-November. Uh, top rank uh, put out press release the other day. Jose Pedraja will take on Javier Molina in a pretty good uh, uh, fight, junior welterweight fight on Jan- on uh, September 19th. That fight will be live on ESPN+. Uh, looks like uh, heavyweight contender Luis Ortiz will be back in the ring in November, possibly November 7th. He'll take on Scott Alexander on a Fox uh, televised card. So look for King Kong to get back in the action against the uh, scrappy Scott Alexander. And finally, um, Lawrence Oakley will take on Christoph Glowacki for the vacant WBO Cruiserweight title on this, most likely on December 12th. That fight should be part of the Anthony Joshua Kubrat Pulov heavyweight, uh, heavyweight uh, title fight. Joshua defending his, uh, his heavyweight belts. And uh, again, we'll see a championship doubleheader, Lawrence Oakley and Christoph Golaki. So let's uh, turn our attentions to this Sunday night and Omar Juarez. Uh, like I said, he'll fight Dakota Linger as part of the FS1 version of the show that will be ultimately headlined by your Dennis Ugas taking on Abel Ramos for the WBA Welterweight Championship. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with undefeated junior welterweight Omar Juarez. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Mark Adams here in Philadelphia. Let's go all the way. I believe you're in Los Angeles. Uh, you in you in the bubble yet? Hot prospect. Oh, yes, sir. Omar <laughs> Juarez, how you doing? Good, sir. Good, sir. How, how you doing, Mark? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, obviously, we got this big fight coming up on Sunday with Dakota Linger. We're a few days out. Uh, how do you feel a couple days out? Oh, I'm more than ready. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really, I really am. It's just a blessing to be back. All this is not really... Getting to my head, I'm just—it's a blessing to be back. Um, what do you know about uh, Dakota Linger? He uh, brings in a record of 12-3 and two, uh, coming off the big win. Uh, you're coming off the big win over 12 and one Willie Shaw. Uh, what do you know about Linger? Well, what we saw on the tapes is that he's a—he's a pressure fighter. So you know, I'm gonna have to utilize my jab a lot. I'm gonna have to frustrate him, and eventually in the second round, break down his body and just you know do do what I do best, and that, that's that's. Um, 
boxing. You know, it's going to be a little bit different than the than the past fight because with the past fight I had to be cutting off the ring and putting pressure. This, but I know that with this fight, I'm I'm the taller fighter this time, so it's going to be different. But I'm more than ready. We train very very hard and we've been staying active. Uh, you staying active? Uh, that was uh, my next question. I believe I'm not sure. Are you the the first PBC fighter to get the the second call? <laughs> yeah, I, I believe so. Honestly, uh, it was it was it was kind of cool, you know. But I, in, in a way, it it's it really is a blessing. It's just, it's helping me mentally and physically because you know I'm staying active. A lot of fighters want to, you know, want to fight, especially in these hard times. And for me to be able to get a second opportunity to come out in, in a big card, you know, it's a, it really is a blessing. Right after the fight um, on August, you know, I only took two days off because I already knew that I was going to go spar for a week in Vegas with Garante Davis and we ended up going so as soon as we got to Vegas we got the news that we were fighting September 6th so I've been eating clean continuing to to train hard you know it's not really uh, something that I do during training camp it's more of a lifestyle so I've I've stayed ready basically so did you stay sparring with Davis or because you may have had a totally different style prepare for did you have to cut that cut that little short yeah, we ended up only sparring with him for, for one day, and then we sparred with other people that were a little bit of the same style of the fighter that I was fighting. So, But they did want me to go back, so hopefully we can go back sometime after this fight. Uh, it seems uh, in terms of the, of the young fighters the, on the PBC side, uh, you, Joey Spencer, Vito Milnicki, you guys seem to be the three guys that they're – the real young guys that they're targeting to, to put on some of these bigger cards to showcase. Is that, is that what you think? And, and how do you feel about that? Uh, I, I mean, I, I believe so as well. Cause I've, I've seen, they, we've come out on a bunch of cards. I, actually, we were, I, I'm real good friends with uh, Mr. Vito Milnicki. We saw him in the, the previous card and Joey Spencer, we've come out in I believe two or three cards as well. But yeah, it, it's, it's a blessing, you know, just, just to be back, you know, it really is because that six-month layoff, it really not affected me, but it was it was different, you know, not doing anything for six months. And then when they gave me the call, I was like, all right, no, I'm more than ready. I've been training the whole quarantine. Let, let's get it. What, what did, I mean, you said you were able to train. Were you able to, I, I've asked several fighters this, were you able to sneak into a gym here and there when they, quote, weren't open? <laughs> yeah, well, we ha- I have my own gym, so okay. I was able to go with my little brother, just my little brother, and my dad's just three of us, but we were having to like to train like 15 feet apart and stuff like that. But it was, it, we were, uh, we were staying busy because I knew that it was tough times weren't always going to last like always. So I had to stay ready. I see that, you know, the records of the guys you're fighting, obviously Shaw was 12 and one, uh, Dakota's 12, three and two, uh, um, up from, you know, some of the, the, the lesser experienced guys that, that you start, are you, are you starting to feel that? I, I know like, um, you know, baseball players, they can tell the difference between going to A-ball, double-A, triple-A as they move up. Can, can you tell that in the quality of opposition that you're fighting? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, I, I could tell with my first eight-round fight with um, Angel Martinez. It was a fighter that there was a little bit of a, a discrepancy in, in, in the box wreck. We ended up training for the wrong guy. Huh. So when we got there, we ended up seeing that this was a, this fighter was a he had, uh, I believe, forty fights around there, and and he was a he was a veteran. He he fought uh, Marcos Maidana, Lucas Maitisa. He fought a lot of big names, and doing that fight just gave me so much confidence in my abilities. And I was like, wow! If, if I beat him, unanimous decision. I ended up dropping him in the seventh round. I told myself, like, wow! Like if I could hang with this guy, if I could beat him, unanimous decision. You know, I'm I'm getting up there. And then we ended up fighting uh, against Willie Shaw. Was 
was a difficult fight. It was a very good learning experience as well. It's just given me a lot of confidence as well. Um, obviously, this is your uh, second fight, you know, since coming back. You know, everything goes well on Sunday. Um, do you, you think you get one or two more in before the end of the year? Is that what you're looking to do? <laughs> Absolutely. As, as soon as I finish this fight, I take a couple of days off, and I must go straight back to the gym because, you know, I want I want to stay active. I want to fight at least two more times this year. If it's only one, you know, it is what it is, but we, we have to stay ready. Uh, you're, you're starting to get on some prospect lists. I'm sure, you know, you see that stuff. Uh, uh, when you see your name now mentioned with some of the top prospects or you as one of the emerging prospects in the sport, what, what, what's that, how much confidence that, does that give you? It's, it's motivating me. It really is, you know, because eventually I don't want to be called prospect. I want to be a contender and then eventually world champion. So it's, I know it's baby steps, and my managerial team is building me up the, the correct way, and I'm just – it's a blessing. I have the perfect team. We have, I have the perfect mindset for everything, and it's just one step at a time. This is, this is your ninth fight. So when, what number fight did do I stop calling you prospect in, 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 a, perfect world, <laughs> in a perfect world? Man, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, I'm going to take it one fight at a time, and, and I'm looking to improve every fight. That's, that's the main thing. That's the thing that I tell myself every time, not really taking the win but improving – and, and my skills, showcasing my skills and, and, and everything, you know, being real comfortable in the ring. Do you, uh, at this point in your career, you know, still relatively young, 9-0, and 0, excuse me, 8-0, and, and uh, you know, still just 21 years old. Do you look around the other 140-pound uh, guys who may have 8, 9, 10 fights and see, you know, hey, this guy may be in my deep future somewhere. Do you, do you look around or no? No, 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 not really. Not really, because there's a lot of fighters. Anything can happen. You know, they can go down in weight. They can go up in weight. Like myself, I feel like later on, once I start fighting for titles and stuff like that, I, I can make 135. You know, I'm, I'm at a comfortable weight fighting at 141, 142. So I'm at a comfortable weight right now. But I don't really look at it too much. You know, once it's official that, all right, he's my opponent, that's when I start, you know, analyzing the fighter. And whoever's in, in the ring with me, that's that's my enemy. Do, do, do you read a lot of, obviously, most of, if not all your fights have been on television. Do you, do you read some of the, uh, whether it's critics or some of the good stuff, do you, do you read uh, all that stuff or you, or you don't pay attention whether no, it's yeah, good, I, bad? No, I do. I, yeah, of course I do. I, I Not so much the positive stuff, but the negative stuff they have to say about me because, you know, I am my biggest critic and I always want to... You know, you're not always going to please everybody, but there's a lot of people. Uh, for example, Joe Goosen, who I had the fighter meeting earlier this morning, uh, he ended up telling me, I really like how you work the body, but I, w- I wish you could work back on top. So that, that just little things like that just really helps me out. You know, I, I'm, I'm look because they can see a lot of stuff that I can't. So it really helps me out when they tell me stuff like that. So what you're trying to say we may see a few more headshots on Sunday. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, uh, um, so a couple last questions. What do you want to say to the fans out there in closing before we see you on Sunday night against Dakota Linger? I want to thank you guys so much for all the support. Really, you know, every time I step in the ring, everybody in my community, I, 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 I have so much confidence in myself. You know, because I have so much people to prove right and so much people to prove wrong, and it, it gives me a lot of confidence, gives me a lot of motivation, and. Thank you guys so much for the support. Be ready to take this W this Sunday. And one last question. Where do we find you on social media? On Facebook, Omar El Relampo Juarez, my Facebook page, and Instagram and Twitter at I am Omar Juarez. All right, there, there we go. Thank you, Omar, for a few minutes of your time. I know uh, probably trying to get those last couple pounds off before Sunday. Uh, <laughs> not, not, the funnest time, not, not the funnest time of the week, is it? Oh, no, it's not. But, you know, I'm trying to have a positive mindset with it. But it is what it is. You know, it comes with the territory. And 
I sign up for this. <laughs> there you go. Well, we look forward to seeing you uh, Sunday night. It was a pleasure speaking to you, and uh, best of luck. We'll talk to you soon. No, thank you. Thank you. Thanks.